0: Hello everyone and welcome to the sunny side. My name is Carmen and in today's episode we will be talking about money. So today's guest is Ola from All Things Money and I discussed with her topics such as saving, investing, budgeting, everything in between and a lot of really helpful advice that I I myself really need to implement in my life, and I'm sure you too, Um, so yes, I'm sure you will learn something from today's episode, I hope you like it, and yes, that's everything for me now, and let's start with the episode. So, hi Ola, thanks
1: for coming. Hello, thank you for having me, Carmen. How are you today? I'm great, how are you? I'm good, although the weather is rubbish here in London, so... Uh, yes,
0: same it's miserable
1: outside today (laughs) I know I know but I mean hopefully come spring it'll be a little bit brighter yes um, and fingers crossed we'll be out of lockdown
0: (laughs) (laughs) so well first I want you to introduce yourself if you want
1: yeah, of course. So my name is Ola, I am 23 and I am a recent graduate from the University of Birmingham. Um, so yeah, I did business management at uni there and then I had plans to go to Australia, and um, which sadly didn't happen or couldn't happen because of um, the pandemic. So. Yeah, during the first lockdown I kind of finished all my exams, so I decided to create All Things Money as an online platform to kind of share some tips and tricks to kind of navigate the world of money, so covering bits of like saving, budgeting, investing and obviously everything that we'll probably cover today, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Um Okay, so
0: before we start, I always like to have kind of like an icebreaker, so yep. just a very random question. Okay. So what are you watching at the moment like what is your recommendation what's your favorite show at the moment
1: oh my favorite show oh that's a hard one obviously during lockdown we've got loads and loads of um free time and favorite show I've just finished watching The Bay on ITV. Like I like um, Murder Mystery, I really mm-hmm. like that. So I've just finished binge watching The Bay if anyone is into like Murder Mystery. <laughs> that is something I've just finished watching. Um, and I've watched loads of films recently. i treated myself to Disney Plus. So I've just been Me binging too. <laughs> on- too. <laughs> I've just been binging on Disney Plus. So last night I watched Soul for the sixth time. <laughs> I haven't it watched is... it yet. Oh my gosh Carmen, it is the best film ever. I, I know
0: everyone's talking about it and i'm like mm. i have
1: to watch it yeah because i saw the hype just after christmas i was like okay am not sure if it's a bit of me and since then i've watched this last night i watched it for the sixth time very easy very <laughs> chill lovely message so i highly recommend it and anyone that is listening i highly recommend it as well
0: okay maybe that that will be my plan for tonight <laughs> Yep.
1: Yeah, please let me know how you get on <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so Uh, So the main things that we're going to talk about is budgeting, saving and investing. So let's start with budgeting, for example, so you can go.
1: (laughs) Right, so budgeting, um, so if anyone doesn't know what budgeting is, it's kind of just like a very basic spending plan. Um I think a lot of people are age kind of like overthink budgeting. Um it's basically just kind of you like working out your income and your expenses and kind of working out what your disposable income is, which is obviously how much money you have left to actually spend. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know about you but obviously at uni I had all my like expenses i had rent i had bills and everything like that so I had to make sure i didn't overspend all of my money because mm-hmm. i could have left myself in a position where i couldn't afford any rent so setting a budget obviously was really important and i relied on my student loan so that's why budget for me was really really crucial and it is still now with a job like i'd make sure that I obviously budget and um, and yeah and like when it comes to budgeting like i said kind of just working out your um, income your expenses and the difference between the two is basically how much you can afford to spend and someone like me is quite like pedantic with their money habits so I work out like a weekly budget, so anything that I know I can afford to spend left over, I kind of give like a breakdown over into a weekly budget, so I can like work out weekly how much I can spend, whether that's like sixty pounds or not. And um, so yes, and I can't like be tempted to accidentally spend like my whole weekly budget on ASOS, which is a lot of people <laughs> seem to be doing during
0: yes, lockdown. Um,
1: <laughs> or Amazon, Amazon's a big one as well. Oh,
0: yes. Um, so do you think? um there should be like an a treat budget like some kind of extra money mm, there mm. for like okay I'm, I'm just gonna tr- want I just want to treat myself this week. yeah
1: of course of course and I think on my page especially like I was having this conversation yesterday it's very important to make sure, sure you set yourself a budget but you also implement money for fun otherwise you'll just never stitch your budget mm-hmm. and budgeting doesn't have to be boring like I said I went to uni and I had the time of my life but I still had a budget, but I was still able to afford to go out and everything. I think creating a budget is just making sure you just don't overspend. So you can go shopping and treat yourself on ASOS. But there's a difference between treating yourself to like thirty pounds worth of shopping and two hundred pounds worth of shopping. It's just mm-hmm. kind of having a good happy medium of how much you can really afford to spend. Or like likewise when we are back, allowed to go back to the pubs, it's the difference of spending, I don't know, thirty pounds again on a night out rather than 100 pounds 150 pounds down the line you've spent like 150 pounds mm-hmm. in a pub so i think just being um, mindful um about your spending habits really which i think the budget does really well
0: yeah and do you think uh pre-pandemic and now um your budget or everyone's this budget has changed like because i guess before it- when you were at uni you you know you went to pubs or you went out for to have lunch now it's like impossible to imagine yeah yeah um but now you basically have nothing to do and the only time you spend money is for food or if you mm-hmm. go yes into mm-hmm. amazon or asos
1: yeah yeah and um, i think i think spending habits have definitely changed like i said obviously we can't go out however i think there's there's like two type of people there's the type of people that are fortunate where that we can joke around and, you know, we can spend money on takeaways and spending splur- like massive splurges on online shopping. And I, mm-hmm. I know you'll joke about it and there's nothing wrong with treating yourself. I've definitely treated myself on Amazon and ASOS, but like I'm a human. <laughs> um, so there's people like that, that who are obviously fortunate enough to spend. Yes. Like that. However, there's definitely people that have where the pandemic has hit really hard and they have to be very mindful of their spending Mm -hmm. Um, these people still probably will do the splurges on asos and amazon but i think realistically they cannot afford to act like like overspend so like i said obviously budgeting is about not overspending i think a lot of people are in a position now where they can't afford to overspend like even if we like, add a five pound here and there, it really does quickly add up, and I think mm-hmm. a lot of people can't really afford to do that right now. So I think, like you said, like the pandemic definitely has had a hit on had, like people spending. So yeah,
0: yeah, and I feel like maybe this will go better with savings, but <laughs> I just, I just feel like sometimes I buy something online and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I ju- I've just, just spend twenty pounds, but then. I will go to another page and mm-hmm. I spend mm-hmm. another 20 mm-hmm. pounds. And mm-hmm. in my head, it's like, it's not a big of a deal. But then it's like, if you add everything oh 100%, <laughs> like, and then you add the
1: quantities. delivery yeah yeah the delivery is like two pound 99 or like yeah like it all all adds up and I think like you said obviously there's nothing wrong with it um I treat myself everyone treats themselves but again it's just kind of looking back on okay because I know a lot of my, like people I know will get to the end of the month and be like all my money's gone and now I'm in my overdraft but Mm -hmm. it's like if you set yourself a budget at the beginning of the month even if you put aside a set budget just to shop online you won't find yourself in a position at the end of the month where you're really shocked or struggling to even make it to the end of the last five days of the month so yeah i think it's definitely really important to kind of just sit yourself down and have a serious talk like okay how much do i want to spend on shopping this year like on this month like asos i know i'm a a victim how much should i set aside or if you're someone that likes takeaways okay how much am i going to spend on takeaways this month but it's just again just being mindful and just like Mm -hmm. careful with how much you spend
0: Mm, yeah and do you recommend doing
1: like a
0: monthly budget or a weekly one
1: um I think it just kind of works on how much people obviously have to spend I personally do a weekly one because I think obviously every like week changes so like for example obviously we're in down so I'm probably not spending as much so let's say for example my budget is 100 pound this month a week at least I know if I've got to Friday and I still got 90 pounds of my weekly budget I can either decide to put that into savings or follow up move it on to the following week or i know i've got 90 pounds which i haven't done and um, i could put 90 pounds onto asos <laughs> Do you know what I mean? it's just yeah. working it on a weekly basis definitely helps a bit more because at least you can kind of overview okay i've got 20 pounds for my shopping mm-hmm. at set tesco's for example then you've got 10 pounds i don't know chinese takeaway so it kind of just breaks it down a little bit more and it's less overwhelming and for me personally i and move my weekly budget into a separate account. So then again, I don't get tempted and I can clearly see how much I can spend mm, for okay. that week.
0: Okay, great.
1: <laughs> I have
0: to take notes of all of these. Yeah, you um, do, you're looking at me like, oh, okay, I've definitely had to start writing my budget yes. out. <laughs> um, okay, so is there something else that you want to add or shall we move on to saving? Yeah,
1: no, that was good.
0: <laughs> okay, then saving. I need to learn a lot here, I think.
1: Okay, so saving, um, I think it's kind of, everyone knows what saving is, it's kind of just essentially putting money aside um, for your future self really. And I think Mm -hmm. the last year specifically, I think a lot of people have realised the importance of having savings. Yes. And there's a large proportion of people in the UK that don't have any savings at all, which. Obviously, and I know people's circumstances are completely different. I know not everyone can afford to have savings, and um, but a large sum of us can afford to put as little as £5 away a week. So I think saving is definitely very important in this kind of time at the moment. And I think, like I said, it doesn't have to be associated with large amounts of money, especially both of us have been students. I know during mm-hmm. my time at uni, I there was only so much I could save and I definitely didn't save any money in first year because I couldn't afford to and I think putting yourself in a position where you overlook where you're at if you can say amazing try and do it if you can and if you can't again don't stress but mm-hmm. if you are in a position to save it is obviously very important to have savings so yeah
0: yes and I guess you also have to kind of work out your savings with your budget like figure out mm, mm, okay mm. this is my budget so Also, do you recommend having like a saving account? Definitely,
1: 100%. (laughs) So (laughs) like I said, so it's definitely, so it's different like kind of like recommendations out there. Some people recommend if you have a set income for anyone listening. And if you have a set income, then 20% roughly apparently should be set aside for your savings. If you Mm -hmm. can, obviously depends. Even if it's 10%, 5%, it's still something. Or some people recommend having three to six months worth of expenses saved up. So, For example, I know a lot of people have lost their jobs um, and um, having around three to six months worth of expenses such as your rent covered up in a savings pot kind of prepares you for that kind of eventuality. Mm -hmm. Um, And like you said, yeah, 100% recommend having it in a separate savings account because again, you can't be tempted to save it, like touch it. (laughs) And like i know a few people that they save money but it's still in their current accounts so for me i don't see that as saving because you could easily overspend and um, yeah so yeah which is why i definitely have like i think i've got two savings accounts actually Um <laughs> so yeah i definitely recommend it because then you can't touch it or you don't get as tempted to touch it or you know mm-hmm. accidentally sp- like Run over into it. Yeah, so, right. What
0: do you think? Do I,
1: you have a savings account? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, <laughs> Carmen. <laughs> um, but I've just outed <laughs> you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there is
0: something I want to ask you because, mm. um, I was watching your stories the other day on Instagram, uh, and I think you said you have like nine
1: accounts yeah <laughs> please explain that. okay this is very very i think it's gone up to 10 now but anyway so <laughs> it's not at once i expect i'll explain myself it's not as bad but i am very pedantic with my like my money i'm a virgo i'm a perfectionist like <laughs> it's all in my blood so yeah so i have one my current account i then have a savings account which i've recently well have one savings account which was was with santander then I have a, another account, savings account, which is with Marcus, because they provided me better interest. So I um, opened account with them. I also have a lifetime ISA, which for anyone that doesn't know, helps you um, save money towards um, a house in the future. Um, I also have a stocks and shares ISA, which is money I put aside um, to invest. I actually have two stocks and shares ISAs. No, not two stocks, two investing accounts, one ISA, one non-ISA. Then I have two credit cards and my Monzo account which holds my budget. So, yeah, ten. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and I have one, um, two
0: different people in the world,
1: okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> so in the UK, with whom do you think, do you, would you recommend me yeah. to open an account with?
1: so that's a good question at the moment so obviously because of the economic climate at the moment there aren't on- many um savings accounts that offer high interest and anyone that's listening doesn't know what high interest means it's basically how much you're you're, you're rewarded for putting your money in a savings account so at the moment mm-hmm. i think interest rates are at 0.01 percent which means obviously your money isn't making a lot of like a lot of money just sitting in a savings account right now um but if you're looking for a savings account um, the best website i recommend is either the money save money saving expert website um or moneysupermarket.com and they are really good comparison websites, or like find like financial educational websites that help you list the best savings accounts on the market at the moment. So yeah, off the top of my head, I wouldn't be able to give you one, and um, because okay. there's not many. But <laughs> those are like the best websites that I could highly recommend, especially to anyone watching that would like to open a savings account as well.
0: Okay, great, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and also, I was thinking because um, now with Brexit. Mm. I guess things may be a bit difficult for international people, mm. um, if they want to move to the UK or mm. if they're already living
1: there. Um, so what do you recommend they should do? So to be fair, honestly, with Brexit at the moment, I'm not too sure how much it impacts like when it comes to like, opening up a bank account or anything like that. Mm-hmm. However, um, prior to brexit i do believe um you are still able to obviously open up a separate account obviously you still just need your documents like anyone else Mm -hmm. would need um normally um the only thing i think people that come over from abroad to the uk is um, um applying for credit cards i think that's the only thing that i've heard myself personally people have struggled to do but opening up a um, savings account or just a separate bank account i don't think i've heard many people struggle with um accounts like monzo or like the fintech banks like Starling bank i think you wouldn't have a problem opening up an account with them because they're all like online banking rather than like your like normal institutionalized banks mm-hmm. so those kind of bank accounts are definitely recommend so anyone that's listening I that don't know what a fintech bank is but they're kind of like um got the modern type banking that you could just do on your phone like you just open up the app say you want to open up an account and yeah it's pretty much straightforward from that okay Thank you. <laughs> so now you have no excuse to not open up your savings account, Carmen. <laughs> I know.
0: I have to watch Soul, and I have to open a savings account. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um. So, um, shall we move on to investing? Yes. Let's go with investing. Okay. I'm. I'm really interested in this part because I feel like a lot of people, or at least I'm seeing it more now, that mm more people are investing I don't know if it's a new thing I don't know if it's because of the pandemic I don't Mm. know
1: but yes well I'm gonna let you (laughs) (laughs) that is a good comment though I think because I mean, to be fair, if I'm completely honest, I started investing because of the pandemic. One, because okay. I actually had more time on my hands to actually sit down and read it, like read up on it. I did. I already had knowledge about it, but I never actually took that plunge to actually put money in. Um, and two, because obviously at the time of when I invested, all the stock markets completely crashed. So for me, that was like the perfect time to buy my stocks and shares. And for anyone that's listening and thinking, why did you buy when the stock market crashed? It was because all the stocks and shares that I purchased at the time were at nearly an all time low um. so it was cheaper for me to purchase these stocks and shares with them now now the stock markets have kind of like rebounded and like performed a little bit better since last April and um, I've essentially made a bit of profit so that's kind of like the basics of investing and how it works so it's all about right. supply and demand trying to buy when it's low and then selling it when it's high Um. but yeah so investing I think like I feel for people like again it's not taught in schools. And it is honestly one of the easiest ways to accumulate wealth, because for example, I think one of my um shares are up like thirty five per cent and that's for me doing nothing other than putting money in the share and I think it's a shame that people, some people don't know how investing works because I would love everyone to at least be able to take advantage of that kind of wealth, mm-hmm. especially if, yes. say for someone like, both of us who are just fresh out of uni and maybe don't have a job or, you know, we're looking for long-term financial planning, having that kind of um, money growing in the background is always a nice thing to have. Even if you don't touch it now, when you're like 60 odd, you might be like, Oh, I've still got like, I dunno, a hundred thousand pounds now because it's accumulated for so many years that you completely forget about. So yeah, investing is an interesting one and, and one that I really wish everyone could do. So yeah.
0: Yes, I definitely want to do it, (laughs) but I have no idea how to like, where, where should we do it? How? (laughs) Yeah,
1: good. uh, Good one. Good question. (laughs) Um, So if you are listening and you are in the UK, or like the couple of tips are like UK based or like global, but number one is obviously to conduct research, you want to look at where you want to invest your money. There's loads of different types of stocks and shares, funds and ETFs out there. So um, what I personally recommend, I'm like disclaimer, I'm not a financial advisor, this isn't financial advice. But what I highly recommend is investing in either a fund or an ETF. So that minimizes your risks rather than investing a thousand pounds in just tesla you might want to invest in a fund that is made out of loads of different car companies so say for example you invested a thousand pounds in tesla and tesla went bust then your thousand pounds is essentially lost whereas if you Mm -hmm. have um a fund that is made up of a hundred um car companies and tesla goes bust in that car in that fund you won't feel them um, you won't feel it as much because some of the other stocks in that fund may be up so you're mm-hmm. not your risks are kind of mitigated but those are types like a simple kind of like basic into what funds are um but yeah so one do your research basically and two you want to choose an investing platform that is suited to your needs so you may be a complete beginner and obviously don't feel comfortable with picking your own stocks and shares mm-hmm. completely get it There are platforms out there such as like Nutmeg, um, Moneybox, I believe, that allow you to invest a set amount of money every month and they do the investing for you. So they will put your money aside for you into set funds or stocks and shares, which is very good for beginners, obviously. So then you don't have to really think about anything um, other than put the money in. So those are robo advisors. So they kind of. Pick how like, how risky you're feeling. Whether you're feeling really risky or not so risky, um, <laughs> not and how risky. Pick, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so they'll pick your funds for you. And if you are someone that's slightly nervous, you can pick a scale from one to five that you're maybe not so like not so out there and advent- adventurous. And you may be able to pick a stock um, risk level of one, completely fine. But at least you're still investing. Or you can also pick a platform that obviously allows you to pick your own stocks and shares so there's loads out there like aj bell trading 212 free trade and um, and yeah so you, you kind of pick how you want to invest whether you want someone to do it for you or you do it yourself and um, and if you are in the uk then my number th- the third tip is to open a stocks and shares isa so if you're listening and don't know what that means um a stocks and shares isa allows you basically to invest Tax free, so say for example, in an amazing world, I made a million pounds profit on the stock market. (laughs) And if, um, okay, that's let's let's make it more realistic. Okay, let's say, (laughs) let's say one thousand pounds on the stock market as my profit. And a stocks and shares ISA allows you to have that, keeps that one thousand profit tax free. So making sure you can take advantage of your tax free benefits. Obviously, the last thing you want to do is make a thousand pounds on the stock market and have to give some of it to the tax man. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely open. Their stocks and shares isa and all those platforms i mentioned before you can open up a stocks and shares isa with them which is amazing um and yeah i think those are my top 3 tips mainly when it comes to investing but just definitely um do your research and also start small mm-hmm. you don't have to invest hundreds and thousands on the stock market like some of my friends invest 100 pounds a month and if that's something you can afford perfect 100 pounds a month accumulated on the stock market can definitely bring a lot of awards in like the next five to ten years so yeah those are my little investing tips
0: great so yes in relation to that last thing so how little would you recommend to invest
1: so again it depends on what platform you decide to choose so if you choose trading 212 or free trade they um, don't have any fees to invest so you can purchase any stocks and shares for free on there so For platforms like that, then you can literally start with as little as £5 a week if you wanted to, or £5 a month. Again, Mm it doesn't have to be a huge amount, but again, it's still potential. Or you have platforms that are slightly bigger, like who are more established, like Hargreaves Lansdowne or AJ Bell, and they do have fees. So for example, AJ Bell might charge you £10 to trade on on the stock market. So that's when you maybe want to can reconsider how much you're investing on those kind of platforms because obviously you don't want to invest 10 pounds but 10 pounds is just just your fee for using them so Mm -hmm. you might want to maybe go a bit larger with them so maybe invest 150 pounds at least 140 pounds is then being invested for you so yeah again depending on your platform it really doesn't have to be thousands of pounds
0: okay yeah i think um yes having that kind of passive income there i Mm. think it's great and especially now during the pandemic and still um, if you're a student or you're unemployed I think it's great to know and as you said it's something that people don't really talk about so no
1: no exactly so I think it's definitely important if possible to like learn about it and and hopefully if anyone is listening today they're like oh actually I want to make some money without doing anything I'm like honestly and I'm not going to be. I'm not going to lie. There are some risks in the stock market. However, if you mitigate those risks by, like I said, doing your research, investing in ETFs and funds, there are definitely ways that you can lower your risks more than if you just put a thousand pounds in one random stock that mm-hmm. you've done nothing, no research about. So yeah, yeah. great.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. So the the um, websites or the places that you were talking about. Are they just in the UK?
1: Um. So, from the information I've given, so I cannot speak about whether the platforms are international because I don't personally know. Um. I know the websites for like resources, so like Money Saving Expert. Mm-hmm. Um. What other ones did I say? Um, moneysupermarket.com. They're obviously UK based. However, I think there's a website called thebalance.com and that is a really good one if you wanted to learn about investing. I think it's .com, so I think that's literally globally that anyone can mm-hmm. read that. Um, I'm not too sure about more international ones, but um, yeah, that's the balance is definitely one that I know has information on investing, which could help people that aren't based in the UK.
0: Okay. Um, do you want to add something to investing part
1: if anyone's listening and would like to invest but don't know where to begin then obviously feel free to give me a follow on instagram we'll we'll share all the information later but i'm honestly always more than happy to help um because i again really want people to take advantage of the stock market the stock market isn't just for the rich it is for all of us as well so yeah (laughs) Um, and i do really mean that. if anyone has any questions then i'm more than happy to answer them
0: Yes, I was gonna say this later, but yes, please um go follow Ola on Instagram. I will have all the links on the podcast notes is at all things money underscore. Is yeah. it right? Hey okay. guys <laughs> <laughs> I've done my research on some things not on investing and saving but on you, yes. <laughs> um no but yes and you also have your website and
1: you also do workshops right i do and i have an investing workshop next month no this month it's february now isn't it this month on the 21st of february okay. so i am an investing <laughs> workshop and if anyone um would like to obviously attend i've got tickets on my website for that as well
0: okay great and i do is it like a workbook or an ebook or something you yes also i've got i 've got
1: all the types i've got a <laughs> um, an ebook that covers um budgeting saving, investing, pensions, taxes, and mortgages um, and then I also have an investing guide so that 's just aimed at people that just want to know about investing and I also do have a workbook which is a step by step guide to kind of help anyone that would like to learn how to budget and save because I get questions all the time um or that how how much am I meant to save? Well, that workbook literally it is it will handhold you into working out your budget. So yeah, highly recommend that as well for anyone that's completely new to it.
0: Yes, I think your page is so helpful thank that you. honestly, if, if if more people knew that you existed, <laughs> you will have like millions of followers. Oh, because I thank you. no, but but really, like I'm honestly saying this because. I feel like no one really talks about this and Mm. in in such a a simple way as you do um so yes thank Thank you you. again i think i've said (laughs) it like a million times (laughs) um okay so i i think i have a few questions mm -hmm. that i got maybe we've already covered them but um okay so will you say that investing is worth it for someone young or a student?
1: The most beneficial for us, pe- us youngsters, because, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because, um, us starting young means that our money can be left on the stock market for a longer period of time, mm-hmm. and with um compound interest. So the av- average stock market return is between eight and ten percent. So let's just say, for example, I'm putting in a hundred pound a month for the next. 30 years that compounded on a month on a yearly basis is a lot of money and that can end up being a million pounds and i think some people don't like uh, don't believe it when i say you can actually retire a millionaire if you invest in the stock market because of compound interest and um, your money compounds so easily on there that us starting younger means we've got i don't know a good like extra couple of years for any longer than someone that starts investing at 50. Again, if you're slightly older and you're listening, you're still never too late to start investing, mm-hmm. but the best time to start is as soon as you can. And like, I had this joke with my, um, this guy the other week and it said the best time to start investing was yesterday. So yeah, if anyone's listening, you're never <laughs> too young or old to start investing. Yes, absolutely. And But why is it
0: that it's not talked about? like every day? Why people do not talk about investing that you should invest, that Mm. you could be a millionaire, you Mm. know, in in a lot of years throughout. Uh, (laughs) um,
1: You know, it's a good question. I mean, what? I'm 23. I've done a, um, obviously went to school, did a a A-level in business, did a university degree in business, Mm -hmm. and I still was never taught once about investing. And I think that's something the um, UK financial um, educational system really lacks um in mm-hmm. this country i don't know why it's not covered it definitely should be covered um i think with the invest- i think some people you've got two types of investors you've got people that shout about it from the rooftops, like become a millionaire duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. or you've got people like me that I'll probably a little bit more reserved to say that because see i can't guarantee no one can guarantee what happens on the stock market obviously but i think like i said if you mitigate those risks and you invest for the long term that's the best way to invest. I think people get scared when, say, for example, I invested £100 a day and I lost, it was down £20 tomorrow. People get really scared. they like, oh, my gosh, let me take my money out. No, 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 leave it for a good five to ten years. Let it ride out the waves of volatility. It all goes up and down. The stock market changes every day. Um, but <laughs> over the average long term of ten years, essentially it will be going up. I'm not going to make promises because, obviously, again, no one could predict. But like looking back on his historical records, the stock market only really goes up the long red trend. So, yeah, I don't know why it's not talked about and it definitely should and that's one of the main reasons why I started All Things Money because people need to know about it. I should yes. just be able to get get rich. Everyone should get rich. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: Okay, so, well, I also have a question here about best investment methods and best mm-hmm. saving methods, but I okay. think we've kind of covered it but if yeah. you want to add anything to
1: it um, yeah so say best saving method for someone with an income I would recommend setting a direct debit on your payday and put it like set um give yourself a set amount of money to put move over into that bank account like we said obviously separate savings accounts is best and um, so yeah set up that direct debit on your payday so the money automatically leaves your account and you can't even think about it you can't accidentally spend it you can't touch it and I think that's the best way to save and um, with investing I think personally my personal recommendation is to invest on a monthly basis. So again putting money on a bu- monthly basis um because again you can work out um some days like I said the stock market might be low it might be high so i think work doing it on a monthly basis works out better because you sort of get like an, a rough average of that stock mm-hmm. that you're investing in so yeah those are my two recommendations
0: great thank you one of my friends literally said how does the stock market works
1: you know what that is a very good question <laughs> and i don't know if anyone was watching the news or saw on twitter or instagram about um GameStop and amc i was gonna shares, ask was going, you yeah, that going absolutely crazy but like i mean to put it as simply as possible it is all about supply and demand so if Everyone wants to buy a particular stock or share, that price will go up. Hence why AMC Mm -hmm. and GameStop went crazy because everyone was like, let's all buy money and put money into this stock, which is why it went up, 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 up. Um, And then essentially, if everyone wants to sell a share, like no one's interested anymore, then the stock market will end up dropping because obviously no one's interested in buying a stock. It's like a house. If everyone wants to buy that house, obviously me as a landlord, I'm going to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to put my prices up because everyone wants my house. Whereas if no one was interested, then obviously I'll be forced to lower my prices because no one's interested. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the easiest kind of way to like kind of explain how the stock market works. But yeah, that's like the base, like the basics. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. So, but then there are people that work, like for example, the typical like you see on movies, mm-hmm. like brokers i think Mm, 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 mm. its name
1: yep 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 so it's essentially the same thing so you've got investing you've got trading i think putting it simply again investing is obviously more long term so for me i don't plan to touch my investments for like at least the next 10 years whereas trading um for some people they will buy like like amc and and gamestop for example they will buy it on that day and try and sell it for a profit on that same day so trading is a lot more short term a lot more stressful because obviously you want to watch the stock market literally every minute to make sure you're buying at the best time and you kind of essentially more gambling, which is why I think some people are a bit nervous because obviously some people associate with the films. People are getting stressed out, people are losing money. (laughs) Um, I don't know if people have watched The Wolf of Wall Street. But yeah, some people really associate with it being like that. And it's really not. It's really simple. Long term is the best way to invest. Please don't try and trade because you probably won't make any money. You're going to lose money and it's not worth it. So yeah, um, I think that's why. Um, people probably get scared to invest because they just get they see so many different aspects of it on tv or films yes that they don't realize it's actually really simple really easy so yeah
0: okay so yes then the last thing that i wanted to ask you was what happened with gamestop
1: yeah so it's, it's hard because i still don't quite understand it and there's a lot of um back like like a lot of stuff that happened beforehand that made it get to this point all about shorting in the market and all that stuff which is very complicated and I won't get into it because I'm just learning about it myself <laughs> um but essentially a lot of people to put that to put it basically a lot of people on this forum were like let's try and make um oh let's try and oh it's really hard to explain let's essentially what we saw happen was that loads of people rushed to put money in the stock and it obviously grew 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 so whoever put their money in the first place obviously got probably made millions because they probably put it all their money in when it was really low and obviously everyone's hype and everything else and i think elon musk said something about it as well which made the like the stock <laughs> stock rocket and then i think a lot of um Funds and hedge, hedge managers in the US specifically, like mainly um, betted that the money will go down um, and you can get some, it's called shorting, but you get money for betting that your money, the money going to like slowly like go down um and people were like no we're not letting that happen like come on guys carry on investing in it so i think that's what sparked the massive rise and um yeah i know a few people were messaging me like on instagram like ola have you put your money in it i was like no because i (laughs) like my money i'm not a gambler like you said i've got a risk level of probably one so i'm not going to put my money on gamestop because i'll probably cry if i lost 100 pounds so yeah Oh my god! It, it, I think, but I think it opened people's eyes and like it made people realize the stock market is reactive. Like it changes mm-hmm. so quickly, and yeah, like it, that. What that those stocks blew up, blew up. <laughs> Hopefully, mine do that in the future. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: crazy, uh, but thank you for explaining. I mean, you're welcome. Probably wasn't yes. the best exclamation, but I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So, um, just one final thing that I always ask, um, it doesn't have to be related to money or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, if you were to die tomorrow and oh you gosh. had to take, <laughs> I'm sorry, I
1: wasn't expecting that one. Um,
0: uh, it, it has a happy ending. I think, um, and you had to take with you everything that you've learned in your life. So all the advice, all the experiences, mm-hmm. everything. But you had to leave something in the world mm-hmm. for people to know because of its importance. Where yeah. will it be?
1: Life is too short. That is my one piece that i would, uh, that will always be something that I would always share. Um, in so many aspects, like just per, like past circumstances that I've experienced and... For example like all things money i remember the week before i was launching it and i was like oh my gosh like what like i can't like i don't want to do it like people are going to judge me xyz like people that i knew i knew from instagram from school and stuff i was like they're gonna see this and think who's this weirdo talking about money like she's not qualified and um, and like god forbid but if i died to like tomorrow i'll be so glad that i even set up the platform that i set now you know i think mm-hmm. some of us live too much in the moment that we're too scared to Push boundaries and you know, like treat ourselves again, like, like you know, how we're joking. Like, if you want to treat yourself an ASOS, treat yourself an ASOS. But <laughs> again, life's way too short. So, if anyone's listening and they've got like a business they want to start, or you want to quit your job, or you want to like venture out and do something different, do it because, God forbid, we might not have tomorrow. And yeah, that's one like my biggest piece of life advice that I could give. So yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. I loved it. Thank, Thank you. <laughs> um, Thank you. I'm sorry if it was like too deep. Oh, no, not um... at all. I thought it was going to be like, something else. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I will have all the links of all the things that you have. No problem at On the podcast notes, uh, but yes, please check out add all things money underscore on Instagram. Um, she has amazing tips. So Thank if you, you want to know <laughs> more things about money, she is the person uh, that you need. Um, <laughs> but yes, it was it was so lovely. Honestly, Ola, it was I learned so many things, and yeah,
1: it was lovely chatting to you. Well, thank you for reaching out. I'm really glad that you reached out and hopefully some of your listeners will have learned something, even if it's just about the fact that life's too short. Any bit of information that people have taken today, I hope they really value it and cherish it. So yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Thank you. Well, if you stay till the very end, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you learned something new today and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.